day i hope you guys are having an amazing week so far it's fall guys summer is officially over i like fall i don't mind it (laughs) but it just means that we're getting closer to cold the end of the year and all of those other things it's also the last full week of september which means it's also the last full week of Q3 and we're entering into the fourth quarter of the year. For those of you who watch sports, you know that champions and losers are made in the fourth quarter. Like you'll watch those games where the team will be killing it in the first half and you think it's over you go take a nap or you go to bed, you wake up the next morning and that team took the saddest L and you're like, how did this happen? And how it happens is because we sit here and get comfortable in the fact that we're leading, forgetting that there's still some time to go and that it's what happens in the end that counts. So I hope you guys Take some time this week and before the end of this month to reassess your goals and what you're doing and if you're on the right track. And if you're not on the right track, there is still some time to pivot and adjust. You just need to trust yourself and trust the process. Because one thing I've noticed, especially in the fourth quarter, is that if people have had goals and accomplishments that they wanted to achieve and for whatever reason they haven't been going the way that they expected or at the rate that they expected lots of people kind of just brush off the end of the year and start getting into the 2020 goals like there was this instagram post that said there's six months left before 2020 i don't have time to entertain your games and i'm just like it's cute it's endearing whatever but At the end of the day, we need to pay attention to where we are right now. And being in the fourth quarter, if you readjust your goals, if you haven't hit them or been on track and you have faith and you continue to work hard, there is a lot that you can, um, that you can accomplish in three months. For some people, it's the depressing feeling of thinking of the fact that nine months have gone by and you haven't had something solid to hold on to but that doesn't mean that in three months those things can't happen because sometimes the beginning of the year and the beginning of a process is like the lab stage and the shooting in the gym stage but when you are consistent and you continue to put in the work you'd be surprised at how you can go from idea stage to implementation in a matter of weeks days, moments, because the work that you have put in in the past has compounded against itself so that what you want is actually far closer than you would think based on the fact that you may not be able to see it right away. So please, yes, it's time for you to start planning for 2020 and getting things in line, but do not forget about the fact that you still have time in this year And in this final quarter to get a lot done, that will even better align you with your 2020 goals. Don't give up and say it's done because especially also because the last quarter of the year, there's a lot of celebrations and holidays like 
Thanksgiving is coming, Christmas, Boxing Day, all these times where we spend with family and friends, where we're eating and feeling super chill and sleepy, you can still put in some work, like eat your turkey, take a nice nap, and the next day get up and continue to do what you're doing because it's really not over. And I just want to press that in. It's not over. Don't be discouraged to the point of stagnation. Be discouraged and then readjust yourself and figure out what you can still realistically accomplish in this year to prepare yourself for 2020 and everything else that the future holds. And outside of that little lecture that I just gave you guys, I hope you had time to take in the words to live by for this week, which were, or for last week, which were before you take the bait, consider the hook. And the two takeaways that I found most important were that it's important to not exchange longevity for instant wins. Because with, as I always say, this social media microwave society, everybody seems to be doing amazing, buying Gucci and Prada, going on vacations every other week when most jobs only give you three weeks of vacation and just living their quote unquote best life. And seeing all of that can really push us and encourage us to try to attain the same things for ourselves at all costs. And social media is a highlight reel. We don't actually see everything they've done. And I've said it before that sometimes the things people do to get what they have, you wouldn't be willing to do it or you wouldn't have it in you to do it. Whether it's a sugar daddy who funds their whole life or them working three jobs and never getting any sleep to make sure they have the money for what they want to do. You need to compare yourself to yourself and see what is realistic for you. And in doing that, don't exchange your longevity and the greatness that you can have that will last long term for an instant win just to appear to be on the same level as the Joneses when you don't even know what the Joneses are actually doing behind closed doors like it's not wise and it's and it will give you that feeling of satisfaction in the moment but usually when time passes and you end up at a place where you should be succeeding, but you're playing catch up because you did things in the wrong order. It becomes very difficult and very discouraging. So instead of us getting to a place of regret, let's start off at a place of wisdom so that we do the right things to not put ourselves in a hole where we'll be regretting or thinking that we operated in the wrong motivations and kind of screwed ourselves over. And the second point is that I don't want you guys to think that just because you need to consider the hook that it's that you shouldn't take any risks because you guys know I am a risk taker I live for pushing the boundaries of my personal thoughts but at the same time you need to calculate the value of the risks you take because being a risk taker who just jumps on everything and does like acts now and asks questions later, it can really put you in a sticky and tight situation. So yes, the bait might be beautiful and dangling, but 
look at the hook. And if the hook is something that you do know you can manage and something that you're willing to take on, then by all means, eat the worm, guys. (laughs) Like, eat the worm and do what you think will work out best for you. Just make sure that you consider all all of the possible scenarios and operate in from a place where you will not put yourself at a deficit or from a place where when regret sinks in, you'll then start to consider, oh, if I had really thought of this, I wouldn't have entered into it. Like, let's not regret. Let's be vigilant and methodical in our behavior so that we constantly operate in a place where we're not where we have all the material and necessary information to make the decisions that we're going to make. And with that, I'm going to get right into the talk for this week. And this week, we will be talking about success. So this is another quote adjustment. My first one was the work episode where I discussed doing what you love and you'll never work a day in your life and why I believe that quote is misleading and incorrect. And this next quote that I'm going to be talking about is one that many of us have heard from, I'd probably say four years old, from kindergarten and from the shows meant for kids. And it's a quote that is used to encourage perseverance. And the quote is, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. It's so cute. (laughs) It's nice. It's encouraging. And as a kid, Hearing this really makes you feel like, yep, I should, I should do it again. And it gives you that can do non quitter attitude. But what I find is that this is a half truth because doing the same thing over and over again without making adjustments and expecting different results is insanity. And perseverance without practicality is stupidity because the, the ability to push yourself to continue to do something is a very commendable and highly sought after trait that many people that you'll find that many successful people have but being able to push is only half of the journey because pushing without pushing in the right direction is going to it's it just doesn't make any sense because you'll be you'll be working hard with no results. So what I'm going to do for this episode is give you guys the three necessary steps that will take this quote from grade school into adult life. So I'm going to give you guys the new quote and then I'll go through one by one and break down each of the new adjustments to the quote. So the new quote is, if at first you don't succeed, get up, assess, adjust, and try, try again. So for the first part, if at first you don't succeed, get up. This is so important because failure, which is what I'm going to call the opposite of success in, in terms of this quote, because failure is relative and it's not always hard, but when you don't succeed, you've essentially failed. So that's the term I'm going to use throughout. So failure is pretty much a gut punch to the ego that knocks the air out of you. That might sound dramatic, but think about it. When you are expecting something, even if it's a job offer and you get that email that says, thank you so much, but, but 
we have decided to go with a candidate that better suits our company's needs or whatever it is that people say, you know the feeling you get in the pit of your stomach. It drops. And that is what happens when you go through failure. And when you go through this metaphorical gut punch, it's important that you take the time you need to recover. Recovery and the ability to get up sets you up to at least be able to fight again. You know, like Aaliyah said in her song, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. For those of you who don't know who Aaliyah is, just just Google it. <laughs> I'm sure you'll enjoy. But it's important to dust yourself off and try again because if you don't get up before you try again, you are already starting off at a worse position than you were before. Because when you stand up, at least you're at level with whatever you're dealing with. But when you're emotionally down, you're now dealing with whatever it is that you were dealing with, which is trying to get success from a place of an even lower ranking to what it was. So if you were initially optimistic and excited and you didn't succeed, now if you're dejected and depressed, it'll be even more difficult for you to succeed because you're starting off lower than you were the first time when even on the first time when you were happy and excited, you didn't even succeed, you know? So you need to get up to ensure that you'll be less likely to fail again because at the least you're starting off from the exact same point where you started off the first time. The second um, the second part is if at first you don't succeed, assess. So this is also a very critical part because it requires you to take a hard look at the reason why you didn't succeed the first time. This is you really digging deep and looking at yourself and determining what it is that you actually did wrong and taking the blame that's yours. I understand that there are times in life where our lack of success comes from freak accidents and things that are completely out of our control, like going to do an exam and waking up in the morning with a crazy migraine or a, a really bad head flu or driving to get to a, an appointment and some shining star decides to hit your car and you can't get there on time. Yes, these happen, but what I found is that most of the time, there is some part of the situation where we personally can take the blame for, and it's important when you don't succeed the way you plan to, to really sit down and reflect on why it is that you didn't receive the results that you had initially expected and anticipated that you would. And this is why it's important at first to get up because if you don't get up and if you don't brush off your ego and brush off the loss that you just took and calm yourself down and recover, it's very hard to even assess what you're doing correctly because if you're in a place of ego and anger, you'll find a way to kind of blame your lack of success on external factors like uh, they hate me yeah you know it's hard for people like me to get a job like this yeah they 
they took advantage of me, which all can be absolutely true, but it's also important to understand where your power lies in your situation and exactly what you can do to ensure that you don't make the same mistakes when you do finally try again. The third part of the quote is, if at first you don't succeed, adjust. And this is the point where you take the assessments that you made in the previous step and put them into action. This could be making the correct changes, whether big or small. This could be increasing your knowledge in whatever aspect so that you can be better prepared. This is the point where you pivot. It's the point where you turn. It's the point where you add. And it's the point where you subtract. This is where you truly, truly take inventory of everything that you have and tweak it in a way to ensure that you don't repeat the same failure you did. And building upon getting up and assessing in order to be able to properly adjust, you have to have properly assessed what it is you did wrong. And as I said, in the assessment part, in order to do that, you have to have properly calmed your ego down and been prepared mentally to go at whatever it is you want to go at again from an even playing field, at least with where you were the first time. And it's at this adjustment phase where you take the getting up and you elevate it to, I'm not just going to do exactly what I did last time, but I'm going to make necessary changes to ensure that I'm not doing it the exact same way I did last time. So based on progression, I shouldn't get the exact same results that I did last time. And this only is optimized by doing the first two steps. So adjustment period is where you take what you take what you've learned take your new attitude and put it into action, which leads to the fourth and final step, which is if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. This is where you execute and implement with all the right tools. And because if you have gone through getting up, assessing and adjusting correctly, you should have the right tools to better align yourself with the success that you're looking for. But one thing I want you guys to take note of is the fact that it doesn't say if at first you don't succeed, try again. It says if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, letting you know that failure may very well be in the cards for you again. And the reason why failure may be in the cards for you again is because that's life. Like, (laughs) I don't know how to sugarcoat it or make it sound sweet and endearing, when you are aiming for success and not aiming to be a one minute, well, one hit wonder or to have 15 minutes of fame, true success requires work and grit and trying over and over again. Like even if you take in successful people like the Warren Buffetts of the world and people who have had monumental success their life stories and their biographies, which are everywhere, will let you know that these people kept um, kept going with increased tenacity every single time. And it might sound discouraging that you may have to try more than once, but what happens is that when you don't succeed, when you get up, when you adjust, 
well, when you get up, when you assess, when you adjust, and when you try again, the reason for your failure varies. It's not the same reason as before because the new steps that you have put in place to ensure your success may now bring about issues and problems that you didn't even see the first time because they weren't there and they didn't exist because the way you had operated wasn't there and wasn't allowing these things to be brought to the light. So when you now see the new issues that arise, um, that arise that you didn't even know existed initially and you again, get up, assess, adjust, and try again, you're further putting yourself in a place where you can have the success that you want because it's each time it's just a little tweak. It's a little tweak, tweak, tweak to get you exactly to where you want to be. So you have to continue to try and try again over and over with these steps in place to assure that you will have the success you want. So just for a recap, the new quote is, if at first you don't succeed, get up, assess, adjust, and try, try again. I really hope this will help you guys and give you guys some motivation to continue to go and push for the things you want because I know it's not easy. And I think I say this almost every single episode that I'm giving you guys ideals and I know it's not easy, but what happens is that when you constantly hear these realistic steps, subconsciously it gets in your mind so that next time you don't succeed, yes, you'll feel those that gut punch, but you'll be it'll be easier for you to recover and it'll be easier for you to take a look at yourself from a difficult place because failure failure sucks. Failure is trash and it's an unfortunate feeling, but having a fear of failure is truly what makes people stagnant. And the better you are equipped to deal with the failures that you will inevitably face in life, the more likely you are to overcome them and get to your success. Because you'll find that a lot of people who don't accomplish or achieve at the level where you might feel they have a potential for like seeing someone, maybe people you went to school with who were voted most likely to be successful. If you ever sit down and truly have a talk with them uh, as to why they didn't accomplish what was expected of them, you'll find that a lot of these people went through a failure that truly traumatized and essentially crippled them from being able to act again. And I don't want any of you guys listening to me to have your failures and your letdowns cripple you or put you in a place of extreme self-pity to the point where you can't even push yourself and get up to do what you need to do because these things are going to come. So we need to be equipped so that when we do take that stumble, we have the strength within us to get up and do what we need to do to get there again and again and again, no matter how many times so that we will enter into everything that is ordained for us and be our fullest self and utilize all of the gifts and talents that we have on the inside of us. So with all that being said, I really do hope it helps you and that you can listen and play back this episode. I think I'll put the new quote revision in the show notes so that you can probably screen grab it. And I'll probably also put it into an Instagram um, post so that you can screenshot it, repost it, 
save it in your phone and read it to yourself every time you take an L that you felt you didn't deserve. (laughs) So I'm going to get right into our words to live by and wrap up this episode. And the words to live by are secure the bag before you buy them all. And this is just like a random joke that my sister and I were discussing the other day by seeing that people were really spending frivolously, especially when it you knew that you know that they don't have the ability to operate in the spirit of spending at the level <laughs> at the level that they were. And with 2020 fast approaching and with the holiday season approaching, I think it's important to remember that treating yourself is important. So don't get me wrong. I we have all worked hard and to not gift yourself or thank yourself for that is unwise in my opinion because money comes and goes. But with that being said, don't allow the the use or the the urge to treat yourself in this moment to block you from securing greatness for your future self. And this could be investing. This could be retiring. This could be being in a financial place to have a down payment for when you decide to buy property or move or have a family or get married or anything it is that you want. What I'm suggesting is that you be wise with your money and ensure that pretty much kind of like the the quote the words to live by for last week that you don't take today's satisfaction and get it want it so badly that you do it at the expense of your future self and this is and that's why it's important because I'm not telling you to save money or to not treat yourself so that you can do things for other people I'm telling you to be considerate of your future self and understand that there is going to be a point in time where you may want to chill a little more, where you may not want to work so hard, where you physically can't work so hard because you're old and you don't want to be in a place where the decisions of your youth and the excitement for material things blocks your future self from enjoying the necessities of life because you've kind of done it backwards. So yes, holiday season's coming. It's it's good to reflect on all the successes that you've had this year and treat the people around you and yourself, but make sure you don't do it at the expense of your future self. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. If you have any questions or would like to talk to me, please feel free to slide into my DMs or send me an email. Follow me on Instagram. 